This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast de- dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hello. Prepare to feel the wrath of man Friday. <laughs> Friday. It's opening today. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we Exciting had some stuff. Early shows last night. We mm-hmm. got more locations opening each week. Yeah. And United Artists is went very wide with this one. This was good. Yeah. I got it a lot of places. Yeah. Another very, happy Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very few denied. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. We targeted it really well, too. So that helped. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn. Yeah. But. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Yeah. No, no, but I, I knew this. where it was going. We deserve this. Pat yourselves on the back. No, yeah. it, United Artists really you know, hasn't up. had anything. Right. I mean, we had the Snow Hollow thing that went zero places. Right. What was it? Yuba County that went zero uh, places. Uh-oh. Do I have to take them off my shit list then? Bill and Ted that went VOD so. day and date. We're getting a window. Ready? Off my shit list. So. <laughs> Yeah, even the Welcome terms. Back, guys. Yeah, <laughs> even the terms were good. Like everything mm-hmm. all around really worked for this, and it's got Jason Statham. Yeah, who can say no to that? <laughs> it looks really good. Like I can't wait to be able to check it out in theaters. Our theater here finally opened, so I'm for sure gonna make time to go out right. and see that. We'll have to talk about it next week. Yes, we're gonna have to find the the version that bleeps things out for Kyle, <laughs> so there's no f words. <laughs> My virgin ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Did I won't be used to it. Good Mickey Mouse, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a Mickey Mouse impression and totally not how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just got a quick podcast for you guys this week. We are going to go through a little release schedule changes, just a couple. Um, and then uh, we got to talk about all these movies still being sold to streamers. Sony, you're you in trouble. Like it. Um, I'll go over a couple booking strategies. We got an SVOG update and we got to talk Cinemark. Gosh, Cinemark, you might have screwed us. They I dropped, thought you were going to be our savior. They dropped quite the news today. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, the only one I really, uh, for upcoming release schedule changes that I want to talk about is the Night House. Uh, it moved back from July 16th to August 20th. So that was the biggest move. All the other moves we saw were just kind of one week shuffles. So nothing, nothing too uh, big there. But that night house moving back from July 16th to August 20th was a big move. Yeah. I love all these one week adjustments starting in August, January, yeah. and January. <laughs> yeah. It's, it just turned May. It's, <laughs> a, week. No. it's a lot better at least than the times we've had before where it's like this movie moved Six months back. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, um, yeah like Morbius moved f- uh, uh, back a week from the 21st of January 22 to the 28th of January. Yeah, it's just little stuff like that at this point. There's not too big of shufflings, um, but ho- and hopefully that does stick. Yeah. Uh, but even still, I, I don't think we have to worry quite yet, guys. So <laughs> It's only May. So I'm feeling really good about the release schedule. No, these and, are great. And Searchlight and, is... And I'm knocking on tons of wood, but I I just requested dates for June, guys. We're going to have a summer. <laughs> We're going to have a summer, and I'm going to get be this on top exciting. of it. <laughs> I know. I've got my May pretty much requested and booked out, and I did my first week in June today. Oh, it felt so good. <laughs> 
I mean, imagine how theaters feel having like a slate of movies that seems legit. Well, looking at their booking sheet and seeing booked, 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 booked. It's like, now, I mean, barring anything catastrophic from happening, I'm feeling really good. I don't really don't want to jinx anything. Knock on wood. I know. You can only say it so many times. It's like Beetlejuice. I'm just so scared. But I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but the, but you know, it's, we're not without changes to the release schedule. And the biggest one for that happened this week was Sony selling Cinderella to Netflix, right? It was uh, Amazon. Netflix. Amazon. Okay. No, one Netflix of those. was good this week. Okay. They gave us dates for, uh, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. And That's they didn't right. buy any movies from film yeah. companies. <laughs> At least that we know of. At not least that we know of. This week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wasn't like surprised that Sony did something with Cinderella because they moved up escape room to the dates, the same day to Cinderella. So you knew something was happening with that, but to sell it, I I thought that they had made a big deal about how this was going to be a possible new franchise for them. And it was a big, it was going to be a bigger film and it was going to stay in theaters. And I, I remember all of these conversations earlier in last year when when they did ke- keep moving it back and now here we are and they have sold it it's just infuriating it must have been a good lump sum of money where sony threw all of those statements out the window and were like yeah we'll give you cinderella right well it's just any of their new original one-off content seems to be on the chopping block for this right or anything that they acquired that wasn't a, a franchise film gotta hold on to spider-man yeah. Gotta hold on to Morbius. Gotta and, hold on to Venom. And you gotta so hold Spider-Man. on to Hotel, so Tran- Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. But I mean, you're just you're just in the you're just in the realm of sequels and remakes. You're not all that's the original the business, content man. is going to streaming, and that's just it's that annoying. sucks. Yeah, and it and it definitely will make people want to go to the movie theaters even less. I feel like because after a while sequels and reboots just get tiresome at least with cinderella it would probably look different like we know the story of cinderella we've seen it before but at least under sony instead of like disney it would have been something a lot more different like Mm -hmm. it would have been familiar but it would have been the right amount of uh uniqueness yes yeah just like their mitchell's versus machines we watched that at home and that was one we really wish we would have taken the kids yeah we wish we could have taken the kids to the theater it was so good action-packed the animation was amazing that Mm -hmm. was definitely meant to be in the theater on the big screen animation and it was just so much different than even raya cruz tom and jerry that rubbery cgi that we see just the just the same i mean raya beautiful crudes did what it needed to do and played 200 weeks right tom and jerry was a great stopgap but it, this was something different. This, I mean, it's Sony, but it was like Spider Verse, where it felt was, so much. There like was going Spider-verse. to be these Academy Award things yeah. around it because the animation was so different, and the story was really good. I mean, it it had a unique original story to it that, yeah, was yeah. I don't know. I just we really really enjoyed it. The kids laughed out loud during it. It was I laughed out loud. Too it was it. an awesome, <laughs> and it was just sad that we were at home watching it. And not in the theater, because it would have been Absolutely. 10 times better in the theater. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it stinks that Sony sold that to Netflix, and it really stinks that, you know, they sold Cinderella, because, I mean, like you were saying, Cody, mm-hmm. it makes sense, like, them, 
or at least it seems like now that they are only removing like original stuff off the theatrical slate to streaming but we were really hoping that cinderella would at least be the exception and right if cinderella is not the exception then i don't know maybe something else outside of maybe even like a remake or a reboot or a franchise thing might be next i'm hoping not but after cinderella now i'm just very worried so we also had bios um with tom hanks sold to apple from universal yep tom freaking hanks are you kidding me i feel so bad that movie too i think spielberg produced we've lost 67 percent of the tom hanks films in the last 12 months yeah remember (laughs) when tom hanks had like a statement of like i really wish but that these movies weren't going to streaming, but I have no say in the matter. Meanwhile, I wonder what another that, one. Another of one I wonder what that Apple check looked like for Graham. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and imagine, that have been ridiculous. Imagine the check. It's like this is a down payment on your next three films as well. Right. <laughs> that we will also buy from you. Yeah. 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 That that one's a bummer too. I mean, who knows how successful it would have been? It seems like Tom Hanks movies outside of toy story nowadays don't really do business but well, this is going to be weird like cloud atlas or something like, yeah this is going to be out there yeah exactly so but it's tom freaking hanks exactly yeah. exactly it, it still stinks no matter what um and then the last one we heard about was infinite moving out of theatrical onto paramount plus it's staying within paramount but it's just moving to paramount plus mark yeah. freaking Wahlberg. yeah mark Wahlberg sci-fi movie sounded cool um mark Wahlberg's always great but uh yeah that just again yeah. it just stinks were there transforming robots in it i imagine so somewhere oh, god we needed that one <laughs> darn it <laughs> um and then as far as any like booking strategies i'm just i got product baby we're booking new movies. <laughs> i got booking new movies <laughs> I have at least starting out at af- um after may 28th memorial weekend i've got one new major theatrical release a week at least one sometimes two we have it is multiples until july 9th june yeah. <laughs> june yeah. will be the first month that i will since the pandemic that i will have had a new movie booked at the majority of my locations every week mm-hmm. it is the first time that's happened may is not even like that because there's no major wide releases uh, may 21st so even may may's kind of starting that way but june that's the first time I'll see it happen, and it feels so good. <laughs> I'm really hoping during this stretch that the whole industry just sees better and better numbers each weekend uh, climbing when it comes to like box yeah. office grosses. I'm really hoping that as things you know get better in America and uh, more theaters are able to open up, that we really start seeing um, great movies being released and people going to those great movies. Yep. I'm really hoping that's what we're about to see here. Time to get vaxxed and waxed. It's vaxxed and su- waxed. It's summer at the movies. That's, that's my motto this summer. Vaxxed and waxed. Oh, we know. Oh, guys, I got my second vaccination too. So Congratulations. I, Welcome I to the club. I am halfway to my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Still cold here in Montana. <laughs> yeah, we don't have summer quite yet. That's yeah. not going to come until September. Oh, wait, no. It's fall by then. So yeah. 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 We get a solid 12 weeks of summer. I get June, July, and August. And that's it. That's about it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's the first week we have without any snow in the forecast. It's true. <laughs> and, and even it, still and tomorrow. It's, and it's May. <laughs> and even still tomorrow, it looks a little uh, sketchy when it comes to winter. I, I know. I wore sandals today and another person in the office is like, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow then because you took the effort to wear sandals today. Yep. 
Yep, I'm God, wearing my it. boat shoes, Miami Vice style. Yeah, we call them boat shoes. Like, not yacht shoes. We can't. We're not yacht people. We can't afford that. No, these no, may be. No. These may we be, are just boat people. These may be John boat shoes. <laughs> no motor. Just, no rowboat shoes. Yeah. Still classy. At least you have a boat. <laughs> oh, speaking um, of boats. Yeah. No, there's nothing to do with boats. We had this update with uh, spiral ticketing. Oh, yeah. We got to mention this because I think it's dumb. Lionsgate, this is really <laughs> dumb. Oh, they boy. want... It. So Spiral was always originally titled Spiral um, from the Book of Saw. Yeah. And now they have wanting you to switch it for advanced tickets to Spiral colon Saw. And that's it. And it's just like they're trying to make it another Saw movie. But... What I found talking to everybody is that they don't want another Saw movie because it's like Saw 10 or something ridiculous. And so it was actually like a negative that Spiral was a Saw-related movie. I was like, well, this is much different. This is from the book of Saw. This is kind of in the Saw universe, but this is a, a completely different story. And the fact that Lionsgate now is trying to shove in this Saw, I don't think that that's helping. They think... Lionsgate thinks this will help. Lionsgate thinks that advanced tickets, more advanced tickets will be bought for Spiral because you add the word saw right behind it. So I'm like, what are you doing? Tricking, trying to trick people into thinking they're just getting another saw movie? I would think they'd be better off doing Spiral colon Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just breaking the fourth wall with their film title. It's their movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's what we, that's Carrie what's Yules selling is it. not in this one. <laughs> the creepy the creepy saw guy is still though. <laughs> Somehow we think. He's, but yeah, that's what's he's selling it. As the cast. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then he's in it. There you go. Anyways, so if you want to change it in your ticketing to Spiral, Colon, Saw, Lionsgate, like you to do this, I just think that people aren't buying advanced tickets right now. That the they're out of the habit. That they're they're unsure if their local theater is even open, and that they want to see what you know. I think there's still some very cautious people out there that don't want to go when there's a mad rush. So they're not going to buy advanced tickets for opening night. They're going to go midweek and when they think it's died down a little bit and have more space in the theater. I, I don't feel like there's a that rush anymore and that people want to be a part of that and rush. The one and only exception since last year has been Demon Slayer. Yeah. The one and only exception. But that's mm-hmm. with a diehard fan base. Yeah. Meanwhile, and, I don't know if the Saw franchise has... And that fan base is right. online. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was the only time this has worked so far. We'll get back to that, especially with Vax and Wax June. Yeah. But um <laughs> Cody just shoot your shoulders. I did. I, I got that. excited. <laughs> Vax and Wax. Especially especially I get with that, up. Especially with that upcoming. But it's it's not now. It's not for the next yeah. five move five major releases, changing, not for the next ten, twenty. But it will be soon, but right. it's not now. And changing your online ticketing to spiral colon saw is not going to up <laughs> up those ticket sales that much people are still going to come to it it's still going to be successful yeah. we're not worried about advanced tickets right now and we're just worried about tickets tickets in general <laughs> being sold and yeah. both titles still have the word saw in it like it's it's not going right. to make too much of a difference if you have from the book of yeah you know it i don't know so i, I don't really have that much of a complaint for it because it's still saying that it's part of the saw franchise or whatever 
or it, or it in some way involves like the saw character or whatever it's done so. we're we're one week out from its release date though they should and have notified of this sooner yeah if that was gonna be the title and all the posters say from the book of saw all of the other digital marketing no. says from the book of saw lionsgate did say that we do not need to change anything when it comes to like one sheets or marketing right. assets for the title but just for advanced ticketing they wanted yeah. to be spiral colon saw but even still you're right like at that point it's like what what difference does it make that much if like you I, if it, you don't know that spiral is not from the saw universe at this point i you're you probably not interested in this movie if you don't see the spiral logo that's behind <laughs> yeah. uh chris rock it's probably not a movie people want to go to anyway right so. you, this is not your franchise sure, sure. yeah and if you want to spend your time writing press releases and getting theaters to change the name of ticketing for their system. How about you just spend time advertising right? <laughs> online, social media, mm-hmm. yeah, contacting people who may be interested, people who went to other films of the horror genre, <laughs> who went to other Saw movies, all yeah. 200 there's, of them. There's mm-hmm. so many other avenues available to get, to get better this time spent. Yep, exactly. Ah, uh, so moving on from that dumb, dumb, dumb move from Lionsgate. We have uh, the SVOG update. We should get into that real quick. Okay. Not a lot has it has changed on that front, but SBA did send out a email. I'm sure everybody got it, but um, I thought it was interesting. They said they received ten thousand applications so far. And um, of those, only 1,300 were from motion picture operators. And I feel like that's low. You know, I feel like that should be higher. So, you know, get into, they should get, people should get into that. Most of them, 4,000 of them were first priority and another 4,000, a little less than that first 4,000 were second priority. So the bulk of people knew they were either in first or second priority. And then there were a few stragglers that were in third priority. Um, the total request for the money adjusts if you deducted the PPP out, because a lot of people did take a second draw of PPP, was uh nine billion, and four billion are considered first priority, and two billion are considered second, and then there's another two point nine billion considered for third priority. So there should be enough money for everybody to go around. Um, the loan officers, the people reviewing the application, will reach out to applicants at as their application is evaluated. So, and they, um, they think that they might have this starting by the 11th, I think. And if you remember from our first or a podcast, maybe last week or the week before we talked about that Dunn's plus four number and how I said some clients were just putting four zeros because they didn't have the second account. SBA is saying that that's what you should have done. So good job for you guys. You guessed yes. correctly out of nowhere. Somehow you managed to get that correct. They cracked the code. <laughs> so I was just very proud of those clients. Yeah, actually. if you put uh, round one, of applause, one, two, three, four, or six, nine, six, nine, <laughs> you made a mistake. You made a mistake, yeah. but four zeros. You did good job. Nailed good it. job. Um. That's unreal. Then they just had some things like the trash icon is not working properly. If the entity opened after January 2019, the grant amount is not calculating correctly. So they still are having some issues with with the site and the portal um, uploading stuff. And then what, there were 
see if there's one more. Uh, if I upload new files after submission, it will change my place in line. They don't think so, but it, um, so if you somehow added some files after you'd already submitted, um, I, they don't think it'll take out your, your place in line. But anyways, I just thought everybody should know they are wading through it. And then, um, NATO would like everybody to remind everybody that, they did change the EIDL so that you could increase the, your loan amount up to $500,000. So if you want to take out more EIDL loan, um, you can increase it from one fifty dollars to a possible five hundred. dollars I think the $500,000 is the cap max on the, those loans. But I think that what they're going to do is take 24 months um, of loss. And so you can uh, you can increase your loan amounts. Five hundred large. That. Yeah. That could be pretty useful. <laughs> yeah, so check, nice. check that out. Um, and they were hoping to have a lot of the applications, I think, either done or started to be done by uh, May 11th. I saw that date somewhere, but I thought it was in this email, but it doesn't look like it is. So I know that that was like a, a point in time where stuff should be starting to be at least reviewed or the first round done. So hopefully that means that we'll get money before the end of May. I really didn't think so. I almost laughed at a client when they said they were hoping to get their money by May 28th. And I was like, it's the government. We were supposed to have this, <laughs> this grant in January, but maybe we will get our money soon. So hope, hopefully that's the case. I like that upbeat attitude that they had, though. That's what we need in these yeah. times. I know. What is wrong with me that I'm like, no. no. It's, <laughs> the IRS has been around forever, and only in like the last five years have they started with direct deposits. <laughs> so it's so it's fair to this, question. This is a brand. This yeah. is a brand new system. So it only take uh, three hundred years for them to <laughs> figure right. it out. At least three hundred years. <laughs> There's still hope. There's still hope <laughs> for this one-time grant. Right. <laughs> so as we move forward and we get our SVOG money and we hopefully recover from this crazy year we've had, we the big thing that we will constantly be battling is windowing. I mean, the windowing is going to be the single most important thing for our industry moving forward. And today Cinemark just announced that they agreed with the five majors for a shorter window and their window is at 21 days. And then unless the movie grosses 50 million or more opening weekend, then they get 31 days. And Yay. I, and <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, Cinemark. W, a, WB says 45 days. Paramount says 45 days. Yeah. We'll give you a 31. Cinemark, Cinemark negotiates for less than they've already been promised. Right. Cinemark <laughs> must have lost I thought, money. Well, I'm sure they did. I, all the majors lost money, but Cinemark didn't lose as much as everybody else. So they were in a Not strong... Not as much as like AMC. Yeah, yeah. They were in a much stronger position. And we already had Paramount and Warners coming out saying 45 days. Why? Yep on earth would you negotiate a shorter deal unless you were getting profit share and it's bullshit Which because they probably are because independents aren't getting profit share yep. they're only profit sharing the top three and maybe maybe the next couple circuits down like harkins or marcus yeah but they're not profit sharing independence. And so here we are, the big guy gets to negotiate a profit share shorten the window down that affects everybody and gets to walk away like like nothing happened. It just, you know, I took United Artists off Cinemark on my shit list. <laughs> Fuck them for this. Um, yeah, this this is really irritating because it finally felt like we were at a point to where 
everyone in the industry can agree on a shorter window and a fair right. shorter window, like 45 days, you know, it's not perfect, but it's doable. It, it was can super work doable. On, it, it can work for the studio side of things, for the theater side of things, even for the consumer side of things. But right. Cinemark really kind of in a way screwed over the rest of the industry. And now a lot of these studios are going to come to all these other, right. Um, corporate the theaters and all to the other majors and they're going to be saying hey we're we want to do the same thing with you guys and honestly they might have to cave as well yeah because yeah. they're they, almost in a similar boat if not more so as cinemark is no because they lost more money than cinemark did yep. and you know what really galls me what really really galls me is use the, f- the word gall now but you use the f word a while back yeah <laughs> is this 50 million mark like come on cinemark we our industry was nearly destroyed and you really think that films are going to be opening to 50 million dollars yes let's think about this like even a surprise hit at the movie theater pre-pandemic didn't make 50 million opening weekend think of we went through that on one of the podcasts it was only a handful of titles that actually made that mark and they didn't last in the marketplace for very long that was usually a big flash in the pan you know, opening weekend and then die out three weeks later. Yeah, which is why they want uh, that three-week window pretty much in the first yeah. place. Like, think of a movie like Crazy Rich Asians, The Greatest Showman, uh, the first Jumanji movie. They didn't open up to $50 million, but they still were able to be successful because they didn't take as big of a dip as we've seen, mm-hmm. you know, 50-plus million-dollar openings, and they take huge 60% dives, which is why that three-week window is perfect for them. So it just... I, I feel like that's very short sighted, especially when it comes to, you know, not that many movies really making that much amount of money, but you can still find success. It doesn't happen all the time, but right. there's still that chance that you could have longer success that really matches 45 days, but it, it's not going to open to 50 million. No. It's okay. I... We built our business model on a 90 day window, so let's just gut the fish yeah. <laughs> instead of I mean, playing it, catch and release here. Like they could have picked 30 million. 30 million would still be a huge perfect. blockbuster. 35. Huge blockbuster. 35, 45 day window. And then you get 10, yeah. And then you get the 10 extra days yep. or whatever. That I just, 50 to me seems like such a stretch even in the best of times um, pre, post COVID because mm-hmm. people, their habits have changed. Yep. I don't know and I don't want to be pessimistic here, but I don't know if we'll ever see a $50 million opening. Like that, that's really out of reach Maybe right now. Maybe a Marvel movie. Possibly, but Possibly. we're competing with Disney plus now. Yeah. And those yep. things are going to end up there. And if they take 20% of an opening that turns a hundred million dollar movie into an $80 million movie. And you know, that's substantial when it comes right. to those being so able to advertise those numbers. A lot of those fifties turned into 35s really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the studios are going to come up to Cinemark and be like, why didn't it make 50 million? No, they're going to be well, not. They don't. No, Cinemark will be going to the studios being like, we should really re- renegotiate this deal because we're finding that we're just not keeping people in the theater because we only did 21 days. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they can't possibly be making as much money on the streaming profit share as they would if they had just sold concessions in their theater. Like, they get to keep the concession profit. Yeah. They don't get to and, keep anything in streaming. So, very, very little. If they pretend that they pay the same film rental as independently owned theaters they're kidding themselves yeah if they're trying to be the we're just trying to do this for the good of the industry no No. whatever whatever you're paying in film rental they're paying less and in some cases it's a lot less Mm. 
no it's, it's just a way i don't i don't even know how long this deal will be i'm really hoping this is like i'm gonna be optimistic and hope that this is like a two-year deal but there's no way there's like, no it, way you know it's probably not that but try I'm just to claw be... it back you you know try to claw back windowing after the debacle that this is gonna be yeah good luck with that yeah it, uh, i agree i mean this was your opportunity to you could always cut down the window further you can never add to it and they've just really fucked up by going down <laughs> the and gall not, of them yeah assholes <laughs> Yeah, so it's it it really it it was a miserable morning just reading that news because again we were in such a good place to where there was a fair compromise. We were thinking, yeah, Mark, they're uh, saying that they're helping the theater industry, but they're not. No, and you they're know not. what it was in that in that article we read. I think it was a Deadline article. I saw it on Variety, but it's probably on all. Oh, the Oh, maybe majors. it was on Variety. There was one line that said where the guy said, "Oh, we negotiated a deal that was mutually beneficial to both parties," and I was like, "Yeah, that that is uh, read between the lines. That's profit share, yes. and yep, we and nobody else gets to be a part of that. And so you just screw the industry for a me- what I think is going to be declining returns." Yeah, you saved yourself now, but not the industry. And doesn't that hurt you since you're part of the industry? In the long run, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then they just had to announce that they lost like $200 million because their stock price went down. So I'm like, good. (laughs) Good. All right. Well, we're we're hoping everybody gets has a big grossing weekend with yep. Wrath of Man. I'm going to take Cody home and give her a white wine and a warm blanket. <laughs> get, her, get her back to back to center. <laughs> keep, take a sip of your Mountain Dew, yeah. Cody. Yes, more energy, actually. Keep, that her, keep her from dropping F-bombs on the way to pick kids up from school. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to... Don't listen to this in the car when you're picking up the kids, folks. <laughs> no, I can't wait to talk to the kids because they had their fun run, which is a charity event where they had to run laps. Mm-hmm. And one of our sons hit his lap run total that he wanted to, but we didn't got to find out what the other other boy did. But mm-hmm. they're going to be so pumped somewhere and exhausted. Between, somewhere between 17 and 27. Yeah. We couldn't tell from the excitement that he had <laughs> in his voice. Yeah. So it's, it's not much of a range except for... Mom and dad may have put a too big of a number on the envelope. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping for 27. Fingers oh, crossed for boy. us, folks. Yeah. <laughs> by, the, by the way, speaking You're of... You're hoping for 27? I'm hoping for 17. Or 17. Excuse me. Hoping for 17. <laughs> Just act like Come we have all this money 17. to spend. Cinemark's screwing us. <laughs> by the way... We spe- got to batten down the hatches. <laughs> Speaking of parents, mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry about all the swear words. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we'll make Kyle's up for it. mom. Or happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, so upset. <laughs> sorry. Whoops. Sorry, mommy's out there. I'm a mommy. I know. <laughs> I got a potty mouth. <laughs> It'll be okay. Quick, somebody else say a bad word. So, so it's well, not you know, just I me. can't. <laughs> Ken, you're up. Kyle, I swear I heard you say that earlier. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe one did slip. Yeah. There you go, Kyle. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, Kyle. I just want you to put a five second long beep here. Did we do it? Oh. Er. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just getting that out of my system. Ooh, don't you feel oh, better? I have such a good partner. All right. <laughs> Kyle, send us off. Uh, all right, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Off the Break podcast. Uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com to where if you're a theater needing marketing materials for all the upcoming films that are now uh, being released here soon, you can check us out at that website and download all the assets you will need. 
All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Buy flowers for mommy. <laughs> Bye.